What's going on everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to Cinemania Content Creator Radio. What's going on everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to Cinemania. This is part two of my interview with Vanessa Blanco. Um, this is some amazing advice for anybody who's looking to grow a YouTube channel or just get their front uh, foot in the door with YouTube as it continues to grow. Vanessa has attended a lot of events uh, where she's really learned the ins and outs of YouTube. So I think this is incredibly valuable. And if you're just interested in lifting, powerlifting, and nutrition, we also cover a lot of that in this part of the interview. As always, make sure to go check her out on YouTube. It is Vanessa Blanco. And her Instagram page is Blanco, spelled B-L-A-H-N-K-0-H. Leave a five-star and a positive review, and it'll mean so much to me. Thank you guys so much. Um, But what would you say, what advice would you give, you know, somebody who's starting out YouTube that wants to, you know, blow up or go viral? Um, (laughs) What advice would you give a former newbie okay. YouTuber? Now, shit, I don't... So this is going to be a hard one. One thing I will say, and everyone does say, but it literally is the most important thing. You have to be yourself on the internet. Because, and trust me, I know, because when I first started, and that's why some of these videos that I, that I privated are so freaking cringy, and I had to private them because I was like, what the hell, that's not me. Stop trying to be somebody else on the internet. Just because you see them succeeding, that's great. That's them. That's their story. That's them. That's their lane. But you have to be you. And people think that, oh, in order for me to be successful on the internet, I have to do this, that, and the third because it worked for Sally and whatever the other hell, the other girl's name is in my example. It worked for Lauren. Lauren. Let's go with Lauren. And Sally. So because it worked for them, I'm going to go and do the same damn thing because I want to do this. And it fails for a lot of people because, one, we live in a world of instant gratification. So if you're not willing to put in the work, like hard work, then you're going to fail or you won't be as successful as others. Because people think that in order for to start YouTube, and even I have this misconception, oh shit, people just put their stuff on the internet and they just record themselves. Oh my God, this is so easy. I could do this. Hell no. It is hard. It is very hard. And that's why everyone starts off at zero. It is so hard to not only learn. If you are literally starting from nothing, like you don't even understand camera equipment, you have no following. You have absolutely no connections. You don't know anybody. You don't know diddly squat. It is very, very difficult to grow. It is. It, it, for some people, it's easier than others, but it is very difficult to grow. Another, one thing you want to keep in the back of your mind, though, is that, I don't know, this is just me, my per se, do not lose your backbone trying to make it. Like, don't sell your soul mm-hmm. for a couple dollars because you sitting here trying to make it, right? Whatever it is that means for you. Because a lot of people go into social media with the wrong intentions. You go, if people are going into social media because they want to be famous, because they want to be the next one hit, you know, the next, what's that girl, Catch Me Outside girl, the next twerk (laughs) team, whatever the hell, you're in it for the wrong reasons. You really are. 
and people will see through your bullshit. Eventually, people will see, especially on YouTube. Now, Instagram is so different because you could literally post beautiful pictures of yourself and put little smart captions and pretend to be whoever the hell you want on Instagram because no one really is going to see the real you unless you're putting yourself on Insta story and then people are like, what the fuck? She sounds like that or, oh my God, what the hell? But on YouTube, people literally see who you are because you grow as a person on that platform and it's video. You are literally watching a person and their personality and their behaviors and how they treat other people and whether they comment in the comment section or whether they even care if you view their video. People see how you are on the internet and it will literally determine your success because your success is determined by people. And people forget about that. Once they get too big, they think, oh, you know, whatever, I'm doing this for me. No, these people made you who you are. They made you. And I think everything you are talking about right now can be described into this. You're developing your legacy on YouTube, what you're going to be remembered Mm -hmm. for. If you want to go on YouTube and be a one-hit wonder, then that's all you're going to be known as. You're going to be known as that one person who came up with, you know, cash me outside, and then you're just Mm -hmm. forgotten. You're just gone with the wind. Or if you want to make a couple quick bucks, sell your soul, nobody's going to remember you. If you really want to not just build a legacy, but build an empire where you start with YouTube and you grow from that, you grow in different directions, you have to have the mentality that what you put out on the internet now is going to be seen for eight, 10 years Mm -hmm. from now. So you don't want to be remembered as someone that was just gonna, I'm going to say some crappy stuff and, or not engage or just not be a part of the community that I've developed because I think I'm too good for them. 10 years down the road, when you're dirt broke and everyone's forgotten about you, you're going to need to rely on the people who helped you start from the beginning and know where you come from you have to remember mm-hmm. where you come always from. humble yourself because everyone starts off at zero absolutely so because people people think like i've reached this milestone and i'm <clears throat> at this like youtube milestone which i'm still like holy shit like this is real but and then people will come like they'll snapchat me or they're dm me on instagram like hey i have these questions like how how do you do this and blah 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 and i'm just like Everyone starts off at zero. Like, this didn't just happen overnight, which people think because they come in later on into your journey as, you know, the majority of them, they, they just see the bigger you, but they didn't see you, not all of them. Like, some of them are OGs, they did, but uh, not, not everyone saw you at your, like, quote-unquote lowest. When they, you were hustling, when you were working hard, when you were literally no sleep, because there were literally times where I would have no sleep, maybe two hours of sleep, because I was up all night after going to work, after going to school, trying to edit a video and post it up on YouTube because it was about passion because I had passion for this and because I love creating content. And yeah, this, this it. <laughs> and it all goes back to mindset. You know, if you're passionate and you're putting in the work, then it's, it, it pays off in the end one way or another, whether it's, you know, through a full-time job, whether it's blowing up with 100,000 subscribers, everybody blows up in their mm-hmm. own ways and you just have to be patient and be consistent with your work. That's another thing, you know, just be get, start 
but don't fall off the track. Don't fall off the bus. You have to be consistent with your work ethic, whether it's video, photo, audio, whatever it is. Just start the, get the ball rolling, but be consistent, whether it's once a week or every Mm -hmm. other day. Put yourself in a position where you're going to be, you know, consistency is key because a lot of people start off on YouTube, but very, very few actually succeed. Um, There's actually numbers where I think there's only like 30 to 40,000 people on the platform that have reached over 100,000 subscribers. It's like, I think it's like 50,000. It's very, very few, but there are millions of accounts, YouTube accounts with videos that are active users, but there are very few, a very few percentage of that millions of users that are actually reaching milestones, like 100,000, a million. There's even less in a million. I think it's like 10, 10 to 20,000 people or 27,000 people. I think it's less that actually have a million subscribers and have a gold play button. And even less when, it, when you get to the very top at the 10 million rank. So not, a, not everyone makes it. Well, you oh, made it, fam. I, I mean, <laughs> I guess. Oh, God. Is that what? I don't know. It's... It's funny. I remember when we were at the Arnold this year, that's when I, I don't know what your video, but you were just like, I remember every day when we would see each other at the Arnold, you're like, you're a subscriber counter. It was just like mm. moving and moving and moving. And it's so nice to see where you are now. Like just, and, ex- and I'm even more excited to see what this next month brings as we're closing out 2017 and how, strong you're going to hit 2018 what can we expect from you um or what's oh, next for my you? goodness i mean i have a lot of ideas that i want to do because so many different things like like you you kind of hinted in the beginning i would love to start my own podcast because i feel like i love com- conversate conversation can, can i speak conversing conversation with people and just kind of you know <laughs> saying what I have to say because I feel like I have a wealth of knowledge that I would like to share with people and uh, so I would love to start a podcast Um, that's something that I have kind of in the works or not in the works really but like it's an idea that I want to do and I would also love to start my own apparel company because I review like a lot of my channel has been me reviewing and testing a lot of like athletic aware and just active wear in general. And I feel like I have come to the conclusion of what I know fits my body type and bodies like mine where they're, we're not shredded as hell. We don't have six pack abs, you know, even though we kind of like want some, but you know, we, we love to eat. So fuck, we just screwed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would love to have apparel that makes women like me and myself feel comfortable working out, be stylish, but I want it to be, I don't want it to be, I don't know. I want it to be more sportswear kind of street style because I'm, I'm very, I mean, I live in a city. I've grown up in a city all my life. I'm very, very urban. So it's definitely, I want to pull that into the roots of it. So I would love to kind of mix athletic and streetwear and kind of, I guess you could call it kind of like a Supreme slash Nike kind of thing. You know, I would, you mm. know, something like that. I would love to do that. That's kind of what I want to do. And I, yeah, like, I, I mean, shoot, if I could do that 
and then also do YouTube. Like I, I mean, my biggest goal is to be a featured creator at VidCon. Like I would love to be on a panel with other freaking YouTubers and just be talking to people at VidCon and just in the mix of that realm. Like I would love that. Well, you you definitely sound like you have the drive and you, you've been working at it for so long. And what's, if you think about it, like in the long, in the big scheme of things, we're just at the beginning, I know. you know, you know, we've, we've made strides and all, but in the, in the big picture of everything, this is so early and there's so much more to like gain. And that's the exciting part. It's like, we have so much ahead of us especially you, you have a lot going on, you know, with work, with YouTube, with like, you know, beginning this we'll apparel see. line. Do you no. have a name for it? So I'm t- it's literally in the fetal stages. It's like a little tiny, it's not even in, I don't, it's not even an egg. It's just like a thought. <laughs> it's still <laughs> two different yeah. chromosomes. Like I've, I've kind of, you know, hinted at like logos, but I definitely want to work with a designer. So if there are any listening, y'all can hit me up in the DMs because I, I, I want to work, but I want it to be, I want to be involved in the creative process because I want this to be so different, so unique that it's not necessarily fitness apparel, but it's just athletic wear slash sportswear slash streetwear where you literally can wear what I'm trying to create in the gym, but you can also take it out and still look good. Like it looks good. It doesn't look like you're just wearing your Nike leggings outside to the, you know what I mean? It, it looks good. <laughs> I mean, like you can put it into an outfit. Like that's, that's the goal. Like I would love to do that. Well, it, it, it's a process, but you definitely can do it. I don't, I'm not in the realm of women's apparel, but we've worked with different suppliers and it, it takes time. But once you find the right one, it's like, it's like marriage, you know, you just don't ever want to leave them. You're like, I, mm-hmm. I'm loyal. I never want to look out for another manufacturer. Um, with fitness and all, how's powerlifting coming so along? So that, honestly, that has been up and down because, I mean, school, let's just be real. I work full time. So like, not like other, you know, I guess traditional YouTubers I don't do this stuff full time so I have to go to work I work a regular like nine to five then I go to the gym and then I have to do my side hustle right so I literally have no time for anything when I started grad school it was I had no time so I literally had to figure out okay do I want to go to the gym and spend my two to two to three hours because that's even including commuting because you have to commute to the damn gym it's not down the street here um and I don't <laughs> drive so that's even getting on the metro or the train and the bus it's like a freaking hassle so it's literally it's a all day process and so I had to figure out do I have time to go to the gym or do I have time to do this project that's due at six o'clock yeah, I mean, like, mm, I had to weigh out my options. So powerlifting kind of was put to the side a little bit um, for a little while. I'm still going to the gym, not as frequently as I would like because life, because that's realistic. I'm a human. Um, so, but I definitely want to, I want to get my strength back. I'm, I mean, I got, I sprained my ankle. I was in a car accident. I mean, 2017 was crazy for me physically. 
yeah. So that kind of derailed. Wow. Derailed my my strength gains, all my gains, lost all my gains. Oh man. Well, which one is your favorite? Squat, bench, deadlift. If you had a deadlift. Damn. Deadlift. Yeah. I have on. I have a love hate relationship with squat because I think it's more mental for me than anything. And bench, eh, mm. I'm just like, all right, I'll do it, but it is what it is. You don't get as excited for bench as deadlift because deadlift, you go all in. Yeah, high mode. mode. And plus, it's my strongest What's lift. your, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what's your uh, current number? So, at? my one rep max, now, I don't even know if this is current because I haven't tested it in a long-ass time, but my one rep max for deadlift was 227 point something. I don't know. One of those. It's 227 point something. For squat, it was 165. And for bench, it was like 95. So they're they're pretty baby numbers in comparison to other people, but shit, it's come a long way. You gotta you gotta test them soon. You gotta get the family belt. Last time yeah. we trained, we made Vanessa yeah. PR. Like on the spot. We we're like, you're going yeah. to PR today. Big time. Period. I, that, yeah, I need I need to <laughs> I need to get back into it because I mean definitely grad school man that shit is no joke it literally takes over your life it takes over your life and I was going full time oh my god it was I would never if you are going to grad school full time and working full time I would never recommend that that was the worst decision I ever made I had no that's insane like I had I couldn't I didn't sleep I probably got like three to four hours of sleep every day which is horrible. Um, I ate out all the time because I didn't have time to come home and cook because I go to school about an hour away from where I live. So it was just, yeah, it was just not good. I mean, I don't regret grad school, but damn, it took all my time. <laughs> <laughs> when are you expected to graduate? In May, hopefully. <laughs> if, I, if I don't screw things up. Um, yeah, so I graduated in May. I'm supposed to turn in my thesis in March. I take my last class next next semester, so in the spring. And uh, yeah, and this class is going to be good. It's with the president. It's a former president of the university. So it's leading higher education. It's going to be legit. I hope it's good. It's going to be lit. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> like, damn, my last semester. So now... <laughs> With you finishing up grad school, is that going to give you more time to focus on YouTube? Is that the oh, hell goal? Yes. So when <laughs> I finish grad school, the focus is literally going to be putting 100% of my efforts on not just YouTube, but Instagram, because it's a pain in the goddamn ass. Sorry for my French, but it's a pain in the ass because it's annoying. I have like, literally annoying and podcasts. And my website, I kind of want to keep revamping and updating that and also moving into apparel. Because, yeah, that's that's what I would love to do. And, um, yeah, I even ended up starting, like, trying to start stickers. Like, this is so, so freaking random. This is why I'm like, I couldn't, I can't say that I'm a fitness YouTuber or anything like that. Because I literally, I like, I have so many different interests. Like, I got into, like, planner stickers. So freaking random. But I even contemplated opening up a damn Etsy shop. So random. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Entre 
Yeah. That sounds like a lot going on next year. Do you ever see yourself like hiring yes. someone or expanding a yes. team? I need to. Honestly, I really do need to. Like one, I need to hire a brand manager. So someone who actually manages all my brand deals on YouTube because it has gotten to the point where I'm like, shit, there this is a lot. Um and I want to negotiate and I really don't know how. I feel like I have a little bit of experience, but you know, there's some things that I'm like, mm, I really wish I had a second opinion on this. I've already found a lawyer who I I went. Have you ever heard that website Meetup? Uh, actually, yeah. yeah so good. At least if you live in the in the inner city. I don't know how it works. Like if you're like living in the boonies, but um, um, it's so <laughs> good because you can find all these different meeting groups for entrepreneurial like entrepreneur what is like there's one for like women entrepreneurs there's one for like small businesses for social media like there's all these different meetups that people will create you can even create your own and you put up a meetup and you put up a location and people meet up and you are literally sharing your skill set you're sharing all your skills so i met a lawyer um who does branded content mainly for bloggers but, you know, because that's, that's bloggers, honestly, were the first, they were on, bloggers were the first influencers, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So they're the OGs. And she does a blog and she also had, like, there was just a meetup for different bloggers in DC and photographers and different content creators. And she did like a little workshop about contracts. So I was able to find her. So she's on my team. I hired her to, and I also am starting my LLC. I actually filed Ooh, as a basic, what's up? Gotta <laughs> have pop bottles when I get that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> With that YouTube money. What money? <laughs> this ad pipe, this no. ad apocalypse, we ain't getting paid. People's stuff getting demonetized left and right. It's crazy. Yeah, I've been seeing that. It's it's that's yeah, tough. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, if you're dependent on YouTube AdSense for your full time income. I feel sorry for you because that's if that's what you think is going to make your full time income, and you're, yeah, you're you're going to be very upset because it's not unless you're raking in millions yeah. of views, it's not it's really not or hundreds of thousands of views every other day, because yeah that's because in order for you to make a decent income on YouTube, at least if you are currently working full time, have a salary, have benefits. You need to be making at minimum maybe two million views a month, minimum, and that's just through AdSense. That's not even if you're doing other stuff like affiliate marketing or brand deals. One million views a month. Yeah, that's minimum. Honestly, two million would be really your safest bet. Now, and wow. this is also because Damn. another thing too that really is annoying. Is that when people say, oh, yeah, I do YouTube full time, they still living with their mama and papa at home. Like, what the hell? Are you in a, in a, keep in mind, okay, that's good for some people, but I'm an adult. I own property. I have a mortgage. I can't do that with this little YouTube money. Yeah. No. This YouTube check ain't cutting it. No. I'm going to keep my day job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sponsor. So, would you say, would you say it's safe to do YouTube full-time once you're making 2 million views a month? If it's consistent on a consistent basis, hell yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. Because if you're doing YouTube part-time and making 2 million views a month, you're good. Because as soon as you go full-time, 
that's probably going to double. And you're going to be in, in, you're good. If you're at least starting. And you can focus Hell on yeah. it. Man, that, that is like, this has been awesome. Really good information. Like a lot of people who are listening to this better be taking down notes because you've been dropping so many messages You know, I hope. I tonight. hope. <laughs> <laughs> and if people have questions. So we actually have a couple. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, like, no, this is perfect. Like, we have questions for you. So we uh, had some people submit some questions to Vanessa through Instagram. Mm-hmm. So the first question is from Brenda the Babe. She asked Vanessa, what keeps you motivated to live a healthy lifestyle? First of all, shout out to Brenda, because that's actually my Sephora plug. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly... With healthy lifestyle, I don't even think my lifestyle is super, super healthy. It's probably healthier than the average person. But what keeps me motivated is just on, I built a a habit. So after a while, after doing this for a really long time, it's just something like second nature where you're just like, "Eh, maybe I should make this little green smoothie instead of having this damn Chipotle burrito. Maybe I should, you know what I mean? Like it's just choices where, where, Another thing, too, is that you you want to live a long life, and I don't want to be in a wheelchair when I'm 60 or even 50 or 40 nowadays where I'm like, okay, I need to take care of my body. This is the only one that I have. It needs to be able to withstand over 100 years because I plan on living till 100. Hopefully nothing strikes me down now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no more car I, accidents. Yeah, hopefully not. Knock on wood this fake ikea wood <laughs> so no it's it's so true like we want to also not just consider about the the length of our lifetime but also the quality of life that we want to live do we want to be 80 years old in a wheelchair and can't move mm-hmm. or do you want to be 80 years old and you know still kicking it with your your great grandkids mm-hmm. where you're just like chilling outside yeah having you know? those viral um, videos where you're like deadlifting and you're like super old your grandma th- that's that's what we're going to do we're going to be 80 years old and we're going to be like yo let's bring back youtube let's go and deadlift like 200 pounds because that's mm-hmm. a lot for an old person oh, and yeah. then just make it go viral mhm next question comes from Nady Plabita from Snapchat. I probably hey. destroyed and butchered her last name or full name. <laughs> but she <laughs> she wants to know, uh, since she has back problems and she doesn't want to start too drastically, uh, and she she's interested in powerlifting, what would you recommend? What I would recommend is to honestly get a coach. Because form is the most important thing when you're doing the big three lifts, where you could snap your shit up so quickly on on a deadlift or a squat or a bench even a bench press that if you already have back problems it would it would set you set you back a while so i would personally even if it's just someone a friend maybe someone knowledgeable or even just recording yourself always start off small and maybe invest in getting a coach that's knowledgeable that who can you know who has expertise but also has a background in coaching who can help you at least build the foundation so that then you can move on and lift heavier also 
make sure to check in with your primary care physician. Oh, that too. Yes. <laughs> I think we have to say that. Yeah. If your doc, yeah. If your PT, your physical therapist or your doctor is like, nah, girl, you can't deadlift. Then sorry, girl. You might want to. Do, have... <laughs> Do you have any recommendations for coaches? Well, I actually first started off with Ascendant Athletics, which I think now, I'm not sure if they still do that, but it was Omar Esoff and it was online coaching. So it was Omar Esoff, Silent Mike, and and I started off with them. I did online coaching and it, they they did a great at building a foundation of just me understanding what it was, you know, my form and so that those were the people that I started off with and they're really knowledgeable, really great and super responsive. So when you send in your stuff, you know, even though some of them are on a different time zone as you, um, they're pretty responsive, which was good. And then I also worked with Brendan Pete. I think I'm saying his last name wrong, right or wrong. I don't know, but he's super knowledgeable. Uh, he's like a form his form is like critique is crazy. He literally will break down your form to a science. So those, when I was beginning, they were the first people that I reached out to, to actually work with. Another good, uh, good little tidbit is if you're doing a movement and it hurts, yeah. chances are you may not be doing it yeah. right. And the internet again, is such a powerful tool. People are taking clients left and right. If you just went to Instagram and typed in hashtag, powerlifting coach you would probably find something out there so just do your research and there's just so many other people uh tsa is mm. another one the i think it's called uh the strength athlete mm. my brother does it i'm i might be doing it um brandon campbell does it there's a, there's so many resources out there yeah um, youtube man but all those youtube are... is a gold mine when it comes down to researching form but Silent Mike, yeah. that's that's huge too. Silent Mike is absolutely amazing for powerlifting tips, advice, and again, just there's so much knowledge out there. Meg Squat. Oh yeah, Meg. Uh, She's amazing. One as love well. me some Meg. I love Meg Squat. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out her Instagram, Meg Squat. She does a lot of stuff about form mm -hmm. and does a lot of comparisons of like what's good form and yeah. bad. And it's not stupid shit either because I've seen some dumb, dumb stuff on Instagram recently where I'm just like, what the F is this? But yeah, she, she has some actual legit, legitimate information to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> another, another question for you from KR Mina seven on Snapchat. What do you think is the best way to eat? If you want to lose fat and gain muscle, Alguna vez has tratado de hacer la quito diet, which translates to uh, English to have you tried to do the keto diet? What to do when you want to lose weight, but you want to keep your curves? Oh, God. This is difficult. It's very difficult because it's, it's all about the individual person because this is going to be different for every individual person. I have not tried keto, be even though I probably should but I don't know. I love carbs. So, <laughs> but I also love fats. Like at the end of the day, my carb, my fats, actually, I always go over my fats versus my carbs, which is so weird. So it's kind of looks like I should try keto, but uh, I don't know. I can't be eating bacon, all the freaking fatty stuff all the time. So, well, that sounds so good. Well, I actually saw this video of bacon with cancer and apparently a butcher, all they do is like cut out the cancer and they just, still sell the meat like that 
Oh. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I don't know if it was fake news, you know, because some of these, the vegan things are, so it's like fake news, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a trusted source. But anyways, sorry, I went on a tangent. Um, <laughs> the best, I, I don't diet, so I do what's called flexible dieting, where I eat for my goals. And if I'm losing weight or trying to lose weight, I have to um, change my macronutrients and my caloric intake to pretty much go with my goals. So it just depends. Not everyone's body is going to interact or, or I don't know how to put this, or is not going to react the same way as others. Um, one, I will say, find out what your maintenance calories are, um, figure out with your maintenance calories, like testing them to see in like two weeks max, right? Or actually minimum, honestly, two weeks minimum, test those out and then start decreasing it. Like if your goal is to lose weight, start decreasing your calories little by little. Don't go crazy. Don't starve yourself. And um, try to figure out and like mess around with your calories so you can find a good, like a happy medium to your goals. And also, when it comes to like losing weight and keeping your curves, you have to lift weight if you want to keep your curves, right? Lift weights. You gotta lift heavy yeah, stuff. Yeah, you gotta lift heavy because if all you're doing is you're, all you're doing is cardio, and maybe you're not gonna keep your curves. Trust me, I know this from experience. I I was a cardio bunny back in the day, and I lost all of my leg muscle. It was horrendous. I was a half marathoner. It looked weird. I had chicken legs. It was ugly. Um, yeah, it was not a good sight. And so the only way to keep the curves was when I started actually weightlifting and building muscle. And keep in mind when you're losing weight and if you want to be a cardio bunny, if you're looking to run, the purpose of running is not to have a lot of muscle mm -hmm. mass. You want to be able to move fast. That's, that's the point of running. Yep. And if you're looking to learn about, you know, if it fits your macros, which means to count your calories using carbs, proteins, and fats, I would recommend a website. It's called Avatar Nutrition. That's what I use. It's $10 a month where you get basically customized coaching every single week, and it's updated every single week based on your daily weigh-ins and your check-ins. Um, it's a great resource. It's 10 bucks a month, super affordable. And yeah, it's customizable whether you want to lose weight, maintain, refeed, or yeah, anything between bulk up. Uh, it's a really great resource to use if you're looking to just get a baseline and just start figuring out what you should be counting. But um, yeah, one more question um, is what is your biggest struggle in fitness? My biggest struggle with fitness is hmm that's a good question <laughs> my <biggest> struggle. <laughs> honestly my biggest struggle with fitness is um comparing myself physically to others because i you know i sometimes catch myself where i'm like damn she looks real good what is she doing like what is she eating what, what is her training regimen like but i also have to keep in the back of my mind that mm, these are her genetics. This is her body type. 
she is this way because of this. Like there's underlying factors to it other than just what she eats and how she trains. And, um, you know, because genetically some people are going to look a certain way because they hold their fat differently or just even their, you know, skeletal, the way their skeleton is, their bodies will be shaped differently. Like some people will have wider hips than others and sometimes smaller shoulders and smaller arms or your, you know, just stuff like that. That is honestly my biggest struggle is because, you know, when, when you follow a lot of fitness people that, that look good, you're like, damn, what the hell? Like, what are you eating? And I'm over here bulking like shit. <laughs> you, mm, but then I'm like, oh, but I like to eat. So I'm just, you know, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'm good. No, that's, that's good advice too. You know, it's important to, you know, have people that you admire and look up to, but also keep in mind that they have to look a certain way mm-hmm. to make yeah. money. Like, we're out here trying to be normal people, mm-hmm. trying to make a killing, but also, hell, I destroyed a whole pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also ate some Ben and Jerry's, followed by two free cookies from my hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I felt like Winnie the Pooh with my belly out, hanging out my shirt. But I don't need to look good for Instagram. Yeah. Hell, I can look whatever I want. I hire models to wear my <laughs> clothes because I'm chilling. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, too, life is so fucking short. I just can't. Like, I see so many people who are dieting all the damn time. And I'm just like, I'm going to eat this damn donut. Oh. I'm going to eat this freaking. I'm, I'm going to eat this damn piece of cheese or this slice of pizza because life is short. And at the same time. People also have to understand that that lifestyle is technically a privilege. Those people have the privilege Mm. of living that lifestyle. You want to know why? Because not everyone has those options. I know for me, I mean, when I was in grad school, anytime there was a free meal, I was on it. And it didn't have to be healthy or not because at the end of the day, I didn't have time or money to go and eat, you know, super, super healthy. So if someone was offering me a damn free slice of pizza, beggars can't be choosers. When you're broke and when you have very little time, you need to take what you can because that's realistic for your life. Now, these people who sit there and compete and they post their stuff on Instagram or they always look shredded or whatever the hell, they either have very, very good genetics or they work their asses off, but they also have the privilege to have the time to do those things and also have the access to eat the way they do. Like, keep in mind, some of these athletes that you look up to, they have pre-made oh, meals. Oh, yeah, all the damn time. They're they're sponsored yeah. or they can afford that. That's not cheap. Yeah. Some of us, you know, mm-hmm. we're out here. We're hustling. We got to buy in bulk. We got to bring our food when we can. But if you're, you know working a full-time job and going to grad school full-time, you don't have that luxury and that is time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Time is money. Damn. And then one last question for you, Vanessa. If you had one superpower, what would it be? You know, I actually thought about this before because I I remembered from your last podcast that you asked this. Oh, I had one superpower. Jesus, this is gonna be a minute. We're gonna be here thinking. Um <laughs> Tick tock, tick tock. If I had one superpower, oh my god. 
we'll be right yeah. back with intermission from our sponsors right? <laughs> that is so hard uh, okay I think I know what it is because right now I'm struggling with it. I would honestly love to split myself into multiple people so I could do multiple things. Whoa. All and be at so clone things. yourself. Yeah, if I could clone myself and, and control that clone and we're all like, you know, like the hive mind, like if I could do that. Wow. You, you just pull. Did you just get that from Stranger Things? Not, I mean, the hive mind, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the cloning thing I, I just I wish I was able to go to so many things and do so many different things all at the same time and then just then you know kind of mold myself back into one person so clone myself whenever I need to so I could do a million things and then put myself back together wow that's a really good answer hey you like that huh <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good answer. That means like you could be at Chipotle and Chick Fil A and working out at the same and time <laughs> and working out. And I could be editing Damn. videos. I could be. I could. What? What couldn't I do? Where wouldn't I be? Dang, that's gonna be you next year, though. You're basically gonna clone yourself and little other people and just get so much done. I hope. Wow. Vanessa, where can people find you? So people can find me on my YouTube channel. <laughs> it's <laughs> Vanessa Blanco, B-A-N-E-S-S-A. Last name is Blanco, B-L-A-N-C-O. My Instagram handle is the phonetic spelling of my last name, which is Blanco, but it's spelled weird because it's the phonetic and has a zero. So it's B-L-A-H-N-K-0-H. So wow. weird, I know. Well, <laughs> so make sure to go follow her. Go show her some love. Go support her. Uh, Vanessa, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate and value not just your time, but also your friendship. Um, and hopefully you'll be back on the show and give us some updates next year with your podcast. Oh, my God, yes. I would love that. That'd be cool. Hey, yo, you can be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Sweat>. Well, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Again, thank you, Vanessa, for being on the show. Until next time, this is Marvin, and we're out. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Cinemania. Please give this Cinemania podcast a five-star review. I'll leave a positive review. I just said it. It's 1130 at night. I'm exhausted. Uh, but share with your friends. Tell, tell people about it. It would really mean the world to me. If you could also, you know, go give... Vanessa Blanco a check out on YouTube. She puts out amazing content. Go check out her Instagram. I've spelt it like 80 times in these last two episodes. It's B-L-A-H-N-K-0-H. Thank you guys so much and we'll be back next week with another episode of Cinemania. See you later. <laughs>